have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey, you've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. I'm Lexi Silver. Welcome to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I hope you've all been enjoying getting back into the groove this month, now that 2019 is in full swing. And with the new year comes a lot of excitement for things to come, new challenges and attempts at keeping our resolutions. That's why today's episode is going to resonate with many of you as it does for me. And some of the questions we're going to be tackling today are, why is self-care one of the fastest growing wellness trends in the last few years? Why is self-care so important and beneficial for sexual, physical, and mental health? If you want to know how to get into the habit of prioritizing yourself, even with a busy schedule, you're going to enjoy tonight's podcast. I'm joined by Dr. Megan Stubbs, a sexologist who specializes in sexual wellness, education, and pleasure. We're going to explore the different types of self-care and how they contribute to a healthier you and how those benefits can spill over into having more positive relationships with others. Before we kick off our chat today with Dr. Megan Stubbs about self-care, I just want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you'll get access to a massive international network and dating platform of over 3 million members worldwide. So today's episode of Seek, Discover, Create is all about you. That's right, you. And joining me, Lexi Silver, is my special guest sexologist, Dr. Megan Stubbs. Megan's been featured in lots of publications like Cosmo, Refinery29, Glamour, Women's Health, Self, Playboy, Mary Claire, and many more. She's been featured on various TV and radio stations and is a public speaker on various topics about sexuality, wellness, and body image. So we're going to put her degrees in human sexuality and biology to the test today as we talk about self-care. Welcome, Megan, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy we're finally able to do this, my hair twin. (laughs) Uh, For those of you who haven't seen the video or aren't seeing the video because you're listening to the podcast, uh, stay tuned for the video and you'll see what we mean by hair twins. So one of your areas of expertise and one of the reasons why I'm so happy to have you here is because you talk a lot about wellness in a lot of the things that you do. And a lot of people's New Year's resolutions always include, I want to take more time for myself. I want to have a a healthier lifestyle. I want to go to the gym. I want to have a better body. And all of that's related to wellness and the term that's casually mentioned everywhere, self-care. So we know that self-care is one of the biggest growing wellness trends in the last couple of years. And what exactly is self-care? Like, what does it consist of? Is it just like relaxing bubble baths, getting a mani-pedi, going to the spa? Can you enlighten us? Baths and dark chocolate. That's it. <laughs> it is so much more beyond. I mean, those things are amazing because I love baths and I love dark chocolate. But <laughs> things you need to do just to help you survive the day. So it could be something as simple as taking a shower. Saying mm-hmm. no and going to walk on the beach instead. So these little things where you don't have to escape your daily life. You just have them integrated into your life so you can function at your highest level. So it's all about integrating things into your daily life and not about completely doing an upheaval on your current life and changing everything around to accommodate something else. Sure. I don't want people to think that indulging is the same as doing self-care because indulging could be, 
I'm turning my phone off. I'm doing the bubble bath while drinking wine and dark chocolate and binging Netflix. <laughs> that is very indulgent. Um, and it could be what self-care looks, to, looks like to someone. But your self-care might not look like your friend's self-care or your partner's self-care. So it's very bio-individual. Oh, that's interesting. So what are some examples of self-care that are maybe, you know, kind of universal or certain things that maybe even you do? It sounds like bubble baths and dark chocolate. It sounds kind of like my (laughs) self-care. My indulgence. Um, My self-care things are I try to get outside at least once a day. I need to get outside. Um, Right now we're having sun, which is really unique because it's winter, but uh, getting outside, making sure I drink enough water because I will get like all kinds of headaches and cranky. And I'm like, did you drink water today? And I'm like, no. I drink a lot of coffee and kombucha, though. That doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Basics that help you function as a human. Mm -hmm. So it it really could be very individual. But yeah, like those are very basic things. Drinking water, getting outside, and just kind of doing things that help us feel good. That water thing you said, though, most of us don't realize that we're dehydrated most of the time. And that's why we're so fucking cranky. (laughs) it's too late. So you already messed up. (laughs) So having those reminders in place are so key to helping you just function throughout the day. So you're not like, why am I chugging this water? You didn't drink all day. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of obvious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So why now? Why is self-care so important now to people? Is it a generational thing? Uh, Is it a millennial thing? Because did we really see this in previous generations? I think some, I think we did see it. It's been around, but it hasn't had a name and been so widespread in media. I don't know if we have millennials to thank for this, but I think important figures that we admire are now advocating and saying, no, listen, you get to say no to things. You get to say, I want to have this in my life. And it's okay because before it was burn your candle at both ends. If you're going to go to sleep before midnight, you're not working hard enough. No, it's not sustainable <laughs> for anyone. So it's really taking a step back as a society and saying, listen, that's not going to work for me. So just giving people the power to advocate for their own needs and the permission to even say no, because before you'd be like, yeah, I can meet you for study group at 10 PM. No, I go to sleep at 10. So bye. <laughs> So it's about setting limits and boundaries and also having more agency over your life. Absolutely. You had said something about saying no, being able to say no to certain things. That's not always easy, especially if you're kind of a people pleaser, which I mean, I kind of have been known to do. And burning the candle at both ends is also sometimes taking on more than what you are able to do. Uh, And saying no is fucking hard. It's hard. How do you start saying no to the things that are not helping you and yes to the things that will make you feel good? You just have to start. There's no like rubric of like, here's how to start saying no. (laughs) Say maybe, then transition to no. Just say no. Because you're going to have a yes that comes along one day and you're going to be like, damn it. I said yes to this other thing that I didn't want to do. So say no to save space for your future yeses. Sure. Yeah, I'll come help you move this couch. And then I have a friend say, hey, we're all going to the beach. Do you want to come? No, because I'm helping this person move the couch. <laughs> you just said no, because then you'd be on the beach. I. That's a very good way of putting it. <laughs> we all want to be on the beach. We all want to make time for those fun things, those things that make us really, really happy. Yeah. 
So why is self-care so important? Is it just, I mean, obviously we're talking about being on the beach and, and, and uh, you know, in, in the beach of life, let's say, uh, <laughs> and making time for those things that are so great. Are, is that why self-care is so important? Yes, because at the end of the self-care tunnel, when we don't go down it far enough, we have burnout. And that's the extreme that we don't ever want to visit, but we constantly do. People say, I'm burned out. I'm burned out from the holidays. I'm burned out from this work week. Like, okay, what did you do during the week? Did you have any breaks or any time for self-care? No, I just powered through. You know, there's some instances where, yes, you have to power through. Or there's some things you just can't control. And so, yeah, it could be a really stressful day or week or month or who knows. But you have these things in place to help keep your life in a semi- you know, normative states. So you're not going to these extremes of like burnout to like leisurely indulgences. You know, you want to stay in this happy medium. Of course, life's going to have ups and downs, but you want to have self-care integrated into your life, into your schedule now to help avoid the burnout. Huh. And that's very key. And I think that a lot of people who are planning in the new year and, you know, resolving to do all of these things, they experience a lot of burnout because they're trying too hard to, instead of integrating these things gradually and uh, in a way that actually makes sense for their lives and the actual schedules that they have, they're being unrealistic about what goals they're trying to set for themselves. Absolutely. There's, it's too much, too fast. Uh, it's in a time frame that's not attainable and what people don't think about, there's no room for failure. If you're going to be eating better, which is a whole separate thing about eating better, (laughs) (laughs) just consequences, but regardless, (laughs) I'm going strong for, you know, nine days on day 10, you have a cheeseburger and you feel like you fucked up. Then it's the end of the world. Mm. You have to make things that are specific like I want to make sure I drink enough water on Mondays and Wednesdays that's attainable not I'm gonna get all my water in January it's gonna be great and if I fail I'm the biggest loser ever and I suck small goals and then when you reach them celebrate you don't just get to celebrate at the end come you know next December oh I made it Celebrate a week of success, a month of success, whatever you need to do, but make sure it's an attainable goal and have room for failure. Give yourself grace. Like say, okay, you know what? I messed up. Tomorrow's always a new day. That's an excellent point. It's okay if you fuck up and it's not the end of the world. And we all experience failure in all of the different aspects of our lives, especially when it does come down to taking care of ourselves and putting ourselves first. So, yeah, even a way to celebrate trying to, you know, (laughs) drink enough water on Mondays and Wednesdays or not eat that cheeseburger seven days a week would be do something that feels good for you. Do something that is revolved around your wellness and feeling good. Maybe take that bubble bath. Maybe eat that chocolate bar. Maybe you don't need a chocolate bar every day, every time you, <laughs> you, you, you meet a goal. But yeah, it's, those are all really good pieces of advice that I think we can all pretty much stick to. For sure. And I'm a planner person, a paper planner, because I don't like using the internet for that. <laughs> Old school. Old I like to block out time. So I made my ideal workday like what does that look like for me and so I have spaces where they are sacred I'm not doing anything beyond this point and you know between nine and noon I'm not doing any work unless it's pressing 
but that's when I go do my domestic stuff. I go shop because I don't want to see people in the store. <laughs> but I make a schedule that I can sustain throughout the year, but I also have room to move around in. But I'm prioritizing what I want to have ideally first and then working everything else around that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that right after the break, because those are really good pieces of advice. And you're kind of modeling something that we all should do a lot more of and finding ways to incorporate self-care and wellness into our daily lives is something that's so important. And I'm really looking forward to giving all of us some advice, myself included, uh, to try to make this a reality. So we're going to take a little break. Like I said, I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to Seek, Discover, Create. And if you want to spice up your sex life and learn more about sex, health, and relationships, then you need to check out the new SDC.com. Let us guide you on your erotic journey, whether you're first starting to explore or you've already chosen your path to self-discovery. At SDC.com, you'll have unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from sex and relationship professionals. Our sex experts like Dr. Jess, Sunny Megatron, Dr. Nancy, and Carolyn David are all excited to guide, inform, and entertain you with fresh new content every day. Discover your own erotic tribe, connect with them in our communities and social networks, and create opportunities to explore more at SDC events, parties, and travel destinations. Join over 3 million of our members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today. Don't forget to use promo code 7070 for two months of free access to SDC. That's 7070 for two months free at SDC.com. We'll be right back. Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for clit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. 
You're listening to SDC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with sexologist and sexual wellness expert, Dr. Megan Stubbs. Before the break, we were just talking about how it's important to have balance in your life and to integrate your wellness practices into your daily routine to make it more seamless and to also not be afraid if you fail at not achieving your goal. That's okay. It's okay to accept failure if you are not able to achieve your goals. You can celebrate by having Having, wow, it's really not working today. It's in French. You can celebrate whenever you do achieve your goals. And having small measurable goals that are realistic and within a realistic time frame are very, very important. So we're going to hear a lot of advice from Megan today. And I'm very excited to be able to do all of that with you. So let's start a little bit, though, about talking about who practices self-care. Like, is there a gender difference? Because I feel like that's something that a lot of women do, but maybe not a lot of men. Self-care is open to everyone, and everyone should be practicing self-care. It would look different, I think, between genders just on a, like, general basis. But I'm sure there are guys who like dark chocolate and bubble baths as well. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone practices self-care, and they totally should. I agree with you. And I think there's a stigma associated to self-care or, you know, men talking about practicing self-care. I haven't really seen very many guys do when I do a, you know, when I get myself a manicure, I don't really see a lot of guys in the salon uh, or at the spa, right? But maybe a lot of them like it. Uh, Maybe a lot of them enjoy doing that. But there is this sort of double standard in a way. Yeah, I don't think it's really talked about as much in the social circles of men. Um, but also, too, I think it just might be done in a different way. Maybe for them, that's them going to play a few holes on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Or that's them going to go and watch a sports game. Uh, it just depends on what it is. Maybe that's them working on their car. <laughs> so that, anything that's like therapeutic to them that helps center them and take them away from the daily grind that's great. That's called self-care, but they just call it, you know, guy time. (laughs) Hey, guy time, girl time, you know, uh, for, for me, like me time is the bubble bath thing. You know, we were talking about creating a pillow fort before that could be a girl thing, you know, sleepover time, whatever, uh, girls night. It it doesn't really matter whatever you call it. It's, we're talking about the same thing in in different words. So self-care is whatever feels good for you. Right. So it can, anyone can practice self-care. For me, I love cooking. Cooking is therapeutic to me, so I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> not a chore or work for me. That's like, okay, great. Are you inviting me over for dinner, though? Yes. <laughs> okay, well then. <laughs> I want to watch people eat. I want to feed you constantly. <laughs> well, then that's part of my self-care routine is I'm going to come over to your place for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Just eating all the food. <laughs> What are some of the what are some kinds of self care that are most beneficial to us physically and psychologically? I think the kinds of self care that are most beneficial, both psychologically and physically, are anything that can take you out of your normal environment. So, if you're someone who works constantly on the computer in front of a screen, do something that's not in front of a screen. So, don't play video games. Don't internet shop. Uh, change your scenery, change your eyeballs, go look at something else, go outside. If you are someone who maybe works in a garden center, you're constantly outside and you're really doing a lot of physical things, maybe do something that's not so physical. Maybe go to a bookstore and find a book in a nice big chair and then just curl up and read. So anything that can help take you 
out of your normal routine that you still like to do. <laughs> that sounds really fun. I haven't curled up with a book on and like just hanging out in a big chair in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not reading these. I know. I know. It, it, it's very rare that it happens. So put, put, making that. <laughs> exactly. Well, some of my other self-care stuff does take time, you know, bubble bath. Sometimes it's not. Okay. I curl up in the bubble bath with a book or a vibrator, whichever, you know, <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> make your own adventure there you go exactly <laughs> underwater adventures <laughs> so how is self-care related to having a better sex life when you are feeling good in the skin that you live in you're going to want to do more things that bring you joy so i'm going to go on a limb here and <laughs> assume you like to have sex so mm -hmm. if you're feeling good both physically and mentally you're going to want to act on that. And so if you're partnered, you're going to be like, hey, come over here. <laughs> so it can totally result in having more sexual encounters. Or if you're solo, like me, <laughs> you know, if you're feeling good, yeah, I'm going to just grab the vibrator. I might just go have a good time because I'm feeling good. I'm feeling at peace. And I'm feeling like, okay, yeah, you know what? An orgasm would sound amazing right now. Everything you're saying is related to having that positive experience with yourself, connecting with yourself, feeling good about yourself. And I feel like that also translates into having more confidence. Absolutely. And to touch on, you know, earlier when we talked about making uh, time and setting aside time to do your self-care, sometimes self-care might look like setting aside time to actually have sex with your partner. And people usually think, oh, lame, you're scheduling sex. That's so dumb. For some <laughs> couples that's the thing that gets them through because they have such different schedules and different demands of them in their lives that's actually really great because they can look forward to okay tuesday night and saturday mornings and maybe sundays i know i'm getting it it's important because if you're in a relationship having that time is crucial every relationship takes some kind of work whether we like to admit it or not you can call it whatever the fuck you want but it's important to have time for play to be able to enjoy yourselves and also yeah i i also consider sex to be part of my self-care routine making time for sex sex is fucking important it, it well at least it's important to me and it's important in my relationships so yeah it's it's very, very important to make that time and to schedule it. If, if need be. it doesn't sound so glamorous, you're not necessarily going to put it on a big calendar and say sex time or whatever, but you can. Just circle it. Red, pen. <laughs> <laughs> red Sharpies. Yeah. Circles around it. I like it. <laughs> what other kinds of things can we do that maybe we don't have to schedule in, but we can maybe slowly find ways to integrate into our lives? There are so many amazing apps out there that help practice mindfulness. That's just being aware of the situation you're in currently. So the smallest thing can make the biggest difference. So what I like to do when I speak to students is at the end of a talk, I say, we're going to do like a five minute guided meditation. I go, this might be the only chance you have today to just have stillness. And so for five minutes, we do nothing. We sit there in silence. What about people like me who sit in front of a computer all day long? Let's say I need like 
couple of minute break, you know, just to be out of the, the screen world, let's say. What's a good, I, I know a lot of people work in front of computers. So this is like very practical advice. Yeah. What is something that you can do during the day, very, you know, to, to kind of take you out of that zone? Shift the gaze. Look off somewhere else. If you have a window, look out the window. Get up, move your body, get a glass of water because you're not drinking enough, I know. <laughs> to help break up the routine, the monotony. Of course, there will be those days when you're glued, you just have to get it done. But on every other day, you know, that's a normal day, get up, look somewhere else. You know, don't hold yourself to, I can't look at my social media until I finish work. Look at your phone. Put a timer on, five minutes, check it out, great. Then go back to work. But anything that'll help... Just break up your day and help lighten your mood. Puppies. Puppies are great. They're so cute. If you don't have a smile on your face, we got problems. So That's a good piece of advice. I wish uh, more of us had uh, actual animals around to distract ourselves a little bit. <laughs> Leave the house as you never work. So. <laughs> uh, and you have a nice doggy over there. So at least you get an opportunity to play with them every now and then. <laughs> I work hard so you can have a good life. <laughs> So all of these things are really good for helping de-stress during the day. And we all work too hard. We do. We're all trying to be fucking superheroes all the time, running around day to day, trying to get everything done. And we put ourselves last. It's really, really complicated to try to integrate all of these things. But what you're saying, the way you're saying it is very easy to kind of slowly, gradually bring into our lives to benefit us right away. Yes, incorporating self-care is so important. I mean, it's, it sounds easy. We're talking about it right now, uh, just in conversation. But then when you actually say, okay, are you going to say no to this thing? And you're like, no, it sounds too aggressive. Uh, you just start slow, you know, start slowly implementing these things. And then by the time they become routine, you're like, how did I not live or how did I live without this before in my life? So it's so crucial to just start incorporating the, even the littlest thing. Just start small, start small, have victories and then build from there. Ooh, that's fucking good advice right there. That's good advice right there. We're going to get back to that very, very, very shortly. You're listening to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. And I invite you all to explore your lexuality on my website, LexiSilver.com. For those of you who are just getting to know me, you'll be pleased to find my erotic stories and a variety of kinky sex toys on my site. If you dare to enter my playground, I'll treat you to 15% off anything you desire in my shop when you use promo code LexiSDC. That's L-E-X-I-S-D-C. And don't be shy. Come get lectual with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. You'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. We'll be right back with Seek, Discover, Create. Sexy is back. And we've got it going on all the time. Here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. 
Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure, personalized. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. You're listening to SDC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm joined by sexologist and sexual wellness expert, Dr. Megan Stubbs. Before the break, we were talking about different ways to incorporate wellness into your life in a way that is very simple. And it doesn't have to be a massive change. It could be just as easy as changing a little change of scenery, getting up from your computer, walking around, little things that you can do throughout the day to kind of change gears. Anyone can do this. These are not complicated. And it's important to do because the reality is our minds and bodies are inseparable. Megan, can you speak to why some of us feel such a disconnection between our mind and our body? I think we feel such a disconnection between mind and body because we like to think that ultimately mind rules all. Like my body, uh, I'm the boss. But guess what? Even this happens in the bedroom so many times. Even if in your mind you're like, yes, yes, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, and then suddenly your body's like, mah, mah, not happening. <laughs> there has to be a connection. And if there's not, take a step back and say, what's happening in my life that's making me have these feelings or you know, behave in this way? That's interesting because you did mention too, in the bedroom, sometimes it does happen and we cannot separate what we're thinking from how, what our bodies are doing. It's impossible. Everything is processed in the brain. Pleasure is processed in the brain. So if you're doing something and it, it, whether it's sex or, you know, uh, the laundry, okay, I'm the random example, but if it doesn't feel good, uh, then there's definitely something wrong there that we need to be tuning into. So why don't we tune in enough? Why do we wait, or many of us wait, until there seems to be something wrong before we start thinking about taking better care of ourselves? We're always on the go. We're always on the go. And like you said earlier, we're always usually the last person to get what we want, get what we need, or have our needs met. And I like to tell everyone to work from a place of a full cup. So once you have a full cup, which is like whatever you need to survive, your self-care, all the good things, once your cup is full, you can pour into others' cups. But what we're doing right now is we're taking our cup and being like, you, 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 me, no, oh, you too? Okay, you, and then you're like, my, I have nothing in my cup. And then you burn out, and then you go hide and try and make a new cup. <laughs> so the goal is to try and keep your cup as full as you can, that way you can 
offer yourself and your best level to your friends, your family, your community, whoever you need to, you know, give to. So so what you were saying before, basically, is don't like by to prevent burnout from happening. You got to say no. Sorry, I can't give you anything from my cup. No liquid for you today. Yeah, boundaries. I mean, I just I can't. I cannot. And then people say, oh, no, it's because you won't. And you're like, yeah, I absolutely will not. Because guess what? I'm not going to be putting myself in jeopardy, in a bad mental state, space, whatever, just to help you out. I mean, honestly, if it's a friend, I would do anything for them. But if I have a boundary and I say I can't, they respect that. They're not going to think I'm doing this just to be malicious, you know. But that's the mentality we have. We have to break away from that. So listen to yourself. Listen to your body. Listen to your mind. And put up boundaries. No, I don't really want to go out on Friday night. Sorry. I'd rather stay at home with my dog. And sometimes we have to do that and a real friend will understand that you need to put yourself first. Maybe you had the craziest work week. You're like, fuck it. I just, I I do need to stay home with my dog. I I can't go out for, you know, a whole night of just tequila shots. It's not going to happen. Maybe tomorrow, but tonight I need me time. And whatever that is, you got to make those sacrifices. Yeah. And then you have a family friend support system that will honor your decisions. They might talk shit about you, but that's fine. But ultimately, <laughs> they will honor you and be like, okay, Lamo, see you tomorrow. Yeah, and that's it. It's not hard, it, but it is hard to learn how to say no because you don't want to disappoint people. You don't want them to talk shit about you, let's say. It's yeah. very, it's it's pressure sometimes when you're like, I really shouldn't. I, you know, I should stay home. I should get those eight hours of sleep because I haven't slept all fucking week. But we just don't always process it in that way because of our desire to make other people happy. And again, putting ourselves last. Yeah. And also moving away from the idea that, you know, team no sleep is something that we should be, you know, striving for or attaining. Like, oh, you didn't sleep this weekend? So great. You didn't sleep this weekend? What are you doing? Like, we got to reevaluate your schedule. Like, it's not some kind of badge of honor to wear where you're like, I worked 80 hours this week. Isn't that amazing? And you're like, no, we should probably talk about your week. Like, you know, you definitely didn't drink enough, but your pee was, like, orange. So, you know, moving that mindset of, like, overworking, doing all of these things somehow translate into being successful. If I say, yeah, I started work at noon, they're going to be like, oh, must be nice that you work from home and can do whatever. And it's like, yeah, but I get my work done and I'm done working by six. So what? (laughs) Exactly. So it's about budgeting your time and prioritizing yourself and being able to construct your life in such a way that you're able to have time to do that. But we don't have to work 80 hours weeks. No, and value your time. If you're tacking on all these things, your time must not be that valuable. Be like, listen, here's the main thing. Bringing in money. <laughs> Secondary, supporting my family and friends. Third, my like leisure fun, you know, paddleboard swimming things, you know. There's a hierarchy here. And I'm not going to put, I don't even know what's something undesirable because I don't do a lot of that stuff anyway. But like, so yeah, what I do is not going to supersede the other prioritized things. Well, that's an important thing because how do you set those priorities? How do you find that balance? And I really love paper. Paper is so awesome because you can write it out, map it out, and then you can see it. So maybe as you're making your list and you thought it was going to be like family work, hobbies, vacation, but I don't know. 
but maybe something at the bottom that was like, okay, work on my language skills. Maybe you want to bump that up above vacation planning. You know, once you can visualize it on a map, then you can start prioritizing and then making a schedule, making a life that helps support all of those things that you want to be doing and not really putting much time into those things that you don't want to be doing. Are there other ways also to go from thinking that self-care is essential to our physical and mental health rather than just an indulgence that we don't really need? Yes. The internet. Read. (laughs) (laughs) All the testimonials of people who say this works. This isn't some crazy pill or shake or wrap or machine you strap on your body. This is human basics. This is how many, many, many humans are functioning at their highest level because they've integrated these things into their lives. I mean, you're probably going to still have people who are like, that's just indulgent. You should be doing this, you know, play through the pain, whatever. They can go do that, but do the self-care. <laughs> and you're right. There are a lot of people, especially successful people, who do incorporate self-care. And you'll hear some of the main things that people who are successful in business or in other areas of their lives and who basically should be the busiest people on earth still make time for self-care. They'll wake up early because that's when no one else is around and bothering the shit out of them. They'll go for runs. They'll go and have their water, (laughs) like we were talking about. They'll go for a swim. They'll do something that is good for them to start off their day to make them feel good about themselves. And then the rest of the day is a fucking breeze. Yeah, so instead of playing through the pain, you know, we should really be thinking about the work hard and then play hard. Maybe you can play harder so you can go back to working hard. You know, really just integrating the things that make you feel good just in your daily life. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be the bubble baths and chocolate and beach time. But, you know, something simple is like, you know what, I'm going to turn off my devices. I'm going to charge my phone in a different room so I have no electronics in my bedroom. And I'm actually going to sit and read a, like, paper book, you know. Maybe that boundary will help you go to sleep better. Um, Anything that can just help you on your way to being the best you. I like that. So can self-care become an obsession instead of just a healthy part of a balanced life? I think it's probably a good obsession. What else can I be doing in my life to make myself happy? (laughs) Yeah, okay, great. (laughs) I don't think if it starts going into the realm of being a like unhealthy obsession, I don't think we're talking about self-care anymore. So if this is someone who's like, shopping makes me happy, and now I've got a bunch of money in credit card debt, you got to circle back because that really wasn't self-care. <laughs> that was the more indulgent thing. So this shouldn't be something that's going to be detrimental to your life. Or like, self-care, I love gambling. I, mm, no, you know, that might be fun, but that's, we're not, that's not self-care. <laughs> or going out drinking every night or not every night, but like every weekend, three weeks, three days out of your weekend, you are pounding it hard. You are not in, not in a sexual way either, but you're doing damage to your body and probably your bank account balance. Those right, are so- probably not good things. Even going out with the girls. Yeah. Okay. You want to have a good time with the girls, but like you said, if it's doing damage to your life after the fact, probably not a wellness activity. Make it expensive. So I'm not going to waste this full face B on just every other Friday going out. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of self-care, let's talk a little bit about taking some vacation time, shall we? 
Join over 300 SDC members for an erotic escapade on the island of Crete this May. Going Greek has never been more glamorous. Indulge in five nights of passion at this all-inclusive Grecian playground with daily parties that are clothing optional pools, a 24-hour inside and outside playroom, and exclusive SDC theme night parties. As you meet sexy, light-minded people in the lifestyle, you'll get pampered by the hotel's five-star service with world-class spa, multiple bars, rooftop restaurant, and nightclub to satisfy all your desires. Join us from May 8th to 13th for this divine Greek adventure. Book your rooms now at sdc.com. We'll be right back with Seek, Discover, Create. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. You are listening to SDC's Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm joined by sexologist and sexual wellness expert, Dr. Megan Stubbs. So in our last segment, we were talking about how fucking important it is to prioritize ourselves. And it's very, very difficult to find time to do that. So we just have to make it happen. There are no excuses, people. No excuses. Make it happen. It doesn't have to be a resolution. If you didn't resolve to do this on December 31st, it doesn't mean that you can't automatically just incorporate these little tricks and tips into your life. So with our busy schedules, how can we learn how to prioritize ourselves? Like coming from a a place of having never had time uh, or made time to do this, what is the number one way starting now that we can learn how to put ourselves first? Write down what your daily, everyday, average day looks like. And then once you have it written down, look and see where you can be fitting things in. 
or everyone has a device, set a reminder, set an everyday timer at like, you know, 12, 22, you're going to check and said, did you drink water today? I'm pretty sure there's apps for that as well. <laughs> if not, we should make one. But set reminders because you need help. You're feeling, especially if this is a new practice, you're going to need practice and help to be doing these things. Reach out to your tribe. Have accountability people who are like, hey, did you take time to read your book like you wanted to? No, I didn't. Why? Oh, I got busy doing other things. What happened to book time? I just kept working into it. You have to be accountable. Having your friends hold you accountable is so much more powerful because they know you. <laughs> because in your own mind, you can be like, well, I could skip by on this and not really do it. No, your friends will hold you accountable. And also, be firm with your boundaries. Be like, listen, sorry. Uh, tonight's market and dinner night. I can't. <laughs> sorry. Those are really good tips. So we're just keeping track of what you're doing and making yourself accountable for those things and having other people hold you accountable too. So it also requires you being honest though about what it is that you are and are not doing and not just brushing it off when you do decide to forego me time or to forego reading that book. It's not easy. It's not easy. But again, to circle back to, you know, making plans, you will fail. You will fail multiple times within a month, the whole year. I mean, there will be a time where you just cannot do the things that you need to do. But that's not the end of the world. We're looking for an average state of when you're usually serving yourself at your best level. Of course, there are going to be bad days. There are days where, you know, you don't feel so great and you don't look so great. That's okay. You could have bad days. You know, it's not always puppies and orgasms. <laughs> Puppies and orgasms. Not I like that. Separate things. <laughs> Life's not all strippers and tacos, everyone. <laughs> Puppies and orgasms. <laughs> oh, but it, it, you're right, and it's it's just hard because. All habits die hard. Change is overwhelming. And once we start prioritizing our self-care, it's hard to stick to what it is that we have set out for ourselves without having a plan, like you said, in to hold ourselves accountable. So having a plan is important. What happens then, like you had, we talked a little bit before about, you know, setting goals and, uh, you know, making them realistic for ourselves. So what is the best way to cope with fucking up? What if you screw up and, you know, your friend holds you accountable? It's like, oh, you know, you should have done this. Then what? What are the consequences to that? How do you get back on track? You say, okay, I know I messed up, uh, you know, today, this week, whatever, Every new morning is a new beginning. Is that a song? I don't know. But you have a new beginning every morning. And, you know, as long as you're learning from your mistake, maybe you did schedule too much work and it bled into your self-care time. Okay, learning lesson. I'm going to work on that. You know, every opportunity that you fuck up is a chance that you can learn and grow. But if you're continually fucking up and not learning and growing, that's where a problem is. So reach out to your friends, have your accountability partners, but you will mess up. Just normalize that right now. It's going to happen. So when it does, say, okay, I will do better tomorrow. And that's it. Then you don't have to have shame shower yourself. Like, it's all right. It's all good. And having a realistic schedule too, like you said, evaluate. Why did you not make time for yourself? Why did you not have time to do that? Maybe you are working a 13-hour day for some fucking reason instead of actually having a regular work day during which you would have had time to do all of those things like <laughs> drink water, get a normal amount of sleep, feed yourself. Because some of us skip meals, not smart. 
no. don't want to be doing that. And maybe just to having time to maybe take a little walk around the block or once or twice when you're, you know, during your lunch break, just to get some fresh air. These are little things that you can do, but if your schedule is so unmanageable, it's really time to reevaluate what it is that is getting in the way of your success uh, in terms of, you know, setting goals for yourself. Right. Think of yourself as like a house plant. You need these essentials. You need water, you need a medium to grow in, and you need sunlight. Or if you're a dog, okay, I need to be fed, I need to be exercised and let out. We are, <laughs> I love dogs, but we're about dogs. We're better than plants. <laughs> I mean, people will spend more time to fix their toilet than they will to fix their life. So prioritize yourself. <laughs> Perspective, people. <laughs> so where does sex fit into all of this? Because I, like I had said before, for me, sex is a very important part of my life. And it is something that, yeah, sometimes, unfortunately, you do kind of have to schedule in. It's not all spontaneity when you want it to be. Um, how, if you are not able to stick to a schedule, and one of the things that you're noticing is, you know, oh, fuck, I don't have time to have sex with my partner. And this keeps kind of falling by the wayside and becomes less and less of a priority because your brain keeps getting wrapped around uh, all the things that you have to do, whether those are important things or not or irrelevant. But how do you get back to reconnecting with that person that or those people that you want to reconnect to on a sexual level if you haven't in a while? How do you get back on that on that uh, on that wagon or how do you get back on that horse? <laughs> Most everything in relationships is all about communication. If you're seeing yourself where there's a time where it's just been a long stretch, you know it's not happening, you can't, you're physically exhausted, you're mentally not there. Talk to your partner. Don't just not say anything like elephant in the room as you're saying, laying there and like, oh my God, please don't touch me. Please don't ask me for sex. You know, have a conversation. Be like, listen, this upcoming week's going to be really stressful. We're probably not going to be able to be, you know, intimate together. But communicate. Communicate your schedule, what you're feeling, and talk to your partner. That way they're not left out in the blue to make, you know, assumptions and think like, well, where are they getting it if it's not from me? What's happening? Am I not hot anymore? We go on this whole long list of crazy things that are likely not even true, but we always think the worst thing. So talk to your partner and explain to them what's going on. And if you're in the middle of it, say, hey, I know I've been, you know, not myself lately. I'm going through a rough patch, but we will, you know, set aside some time. You, you have time. You'll find time. Uh, you know, a week from now, next Tuesday we can get back on track, but just talk to your partner and make a plan together, together that works for both of you. So you're both on the same page. That's also a good way of forging more intimacy between you two and feeling more connected to your partner is being on the same page about whether it's, you know, just your sexual schedule or just wanting to be more intimate with each other. But anything you like you had said before with your friends, you know, you can have them hold you accountable for not getting, you know, shit done that you want to do for yourself. Uh, something that you want to do for yourself, too, is always reinvest in your relationship. Your relationship is not just always going to be there. You can't take it for granted. Uh, you have to make sure that you're put, you're feeding it, you're giving it water and love and attention and energy. And part of that is having a really, you know, a, a balanced sex life. Not every couple has to have sex five times a week. It's not necessarily realistic and it's not within everybody's sex drive either to have sex uh, at that kind of frequency. Um, but it's important to make sure that you're both, like you said, on the same page to make sure that whatever your needs are, they are being met so that no one is feeling a void in their relationship. For sure. And you know, being vulnerable with your partner is another way to create intimacy. Of course, no one wants to be like, of course I don't want to sex with you. I'm too tired because no one wants to hear that. But if that's what's happening, you have to say something. And then also too, maybe you need to get your partner a toy or something else to help 
you know, make up for the loss if you're unable to do something. Maybe, you know, I have a lot of new mom friends. I'm like, do you want me to get you a, like, you know, stroker for your partner? Because <laughs> you, the last thing you want to do is have sex, but they're like, oh, I need sex. So, you know, coming up with alternatives that would work for, you know, your partner and your relationship that you're both happy with because they're like, you know, I love my husband, but listen, I have this little monster on my nipples all day long. And the last thing I want to do is be touched and have sex. So what are we going to do? And you don't want to feel guilty for being tired. Sometimes you're just tired and you can't really have that kind of interaction because, yeah, it does take energy to have sex. Uh, it's good energy. And afterward, you feel fucking awesome uh, if you don't pass out right after because, you know, sex does lead to usually a much better sleep. But keeping that in mind, too, people, maybe not the worst thing to be doing before bed instead of staring at your phone. Uh, but <laughs> you're, it's, it's important to not feel guilty about having your own needs about being, human. about being human you're right yeah no one wants to feel guilty for being human exactly and being human comes with faults and fucking up and all kinds of lovely and also not so pleasant things sometimes so <laughs> so on a more pleasant level though what are some little self-care tricks or things that we can do right now today to get started on a much more positive path to self-improvement to wellness to feeling better about ourselves and the way we are interacting with the world right now hit the pause button drink some water <laughs> <That's what laughs> Everyone's hydrated in 2019. We're all drinking our water. <laughs> That's actually a good point. We're none of us are hydrated enough. And uh, yeah, by the way, being well lubricated is also very important for your sex life. So you might want to invest in uh, spending some time with the water bottle. That's right. <laughs> um, you know what? Take five minutes and just make a list. List of things. What do I like to do? You know, maybe you're like, you just finished shopping and you're sitting in your car in the parking lot. Just open up the notes. Just, you know, what, did I, what do I wish I could do right now if I had nothing going on? I'd like to read. I'd like to, you know, take the dog for a walk. And I'd like to, I'd like to get a massage. That would be so great. I'm on my feet all the time. Write that down. Revisit it. And then work on how you can get there. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that right after we have this conversation. Although I am going to add bubble baths and chocolate to the top of the list. I feel like it's about time for some of that. <laughs> so we're getting to the end of our show. You've given us such amazing advice on how to incorporate wellness into our lives. I know you have a lot more advice to give. How can people reach out to you? You can find me on Twitter at Sexologist Megan. Instagram is Sexologist Megan as well. Or find me on my website at www.sexologistmegan.com. And we're going to have all of those links available too. So don't worry, guys. You will find a way to find Megan. I thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. It was an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I know we're going to be chatting a lot more after this anyway. Um, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. You're so fun. <laughs> And thank all of you for listening. Tune in on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network for my next show. And don't forget, you can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at stc.com. Thanks for joining me, Lexi Silver, on STC Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. 
Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry, no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.